Welcome to this week's End of Days update coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Gosh, if you're anywhere near Birmingham, we're having a great time at Word of Life. We'll be there tonight, tomorrow, morning, tomorrow night, Friday morning, Friday night. And then we'll head to uh, Rochester, Minnesota. We'll be at Mercy Hill Church. We'll have a great time Sunday morning, Sunday night. And then head back home and then go to Germany, do Rama, Germany, then go to Zurich and do uh, Switzerland. And then we we're supposed to go to Israel, but a lot of things changed, that's for sure. So uh, we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war. It's amazing that nations are literally falling in place for these wars that are going to happen after we leave. So I know we had an emergency EDU the other day just to keep people with a heads up of what's happening. Absolutely amazing. I People, you ask me, so why in the world would we need to know about end times? Well, hello, when we see these things, Jesus said, lift up your heads, your redemption draws nigh, indicating He doesn't want you downtrodden, He wants you excited. So there's so much information in the, in the Word about what it would look like just before He comes so that we would have a heads up. I hear people say, well, you can't tell when the Lord's coming back. It's pretty blatant. There's about 80 some odd signs of the second coming and the rapture is signless. So as we look at these things, it propels us not an escape theology, but a hustle theology. It's a two minute warning. I mean, when the quarterback's looking at the play clock, it freaks me out if a quarterback doesn't look like he's paying attention. So this is to help us pay attention why there's more we need to do in a short period of time. And man, once we talk about what's happened in the last few days in Israel, it's absolutely astounding the horrendous, uh, horrific things that are going on there. So uh, new things about it, I don't know if there's a lot of new things, but so many people have been killed. It's probably a lot grander or on a more radical scale than I could ever imagine I'd see just before the rapture of the church. So you've heard all the stories. I mean, Hamas killing women, killing children, beheading children, shooting uh, children and men and women in the heads going in. That whole music festival, they had tires they set on fire to burn children alive. And then you have people like from Harvard in the United States of America saying it's Israel's fault. You have Putin from Russia saying it's America's fault. So uh, with Harvard and different colleges, like I can't even name all the colleges that are coming out in support of Hamas. That's the most idiotic, ill-advised, witless, brainless thing I've ever heard from people that say they're going to higher learning. I wouldn't call that higher learning. I'd call that the most stupid learning you'd ever hear on the planet. But this kind of comes with the territory with Israel. I watch the different responses from different leaders, and some of them, every, uh, some of them, everything they said was a lie. Everything they said was not a truth. Well, this is exactly what the Bible said. You'll see to the point that when the Antichrist comes on the scene, he'll try to change dates and times, and 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 really change history. People are trying to push it to where Israel looks like the bad guy here. Uh, Hamas is like ISIS and they have all this brutality. They're like animals. I pray that Israel pushes them into the sea. I, we do need to pray for Israel so much more because you had uh, uh, soldiers inside Israel that Israelis were having to kill soldiers in their homes. But the thing we need to pray for is, is the backlash of everything that's going to happen because Israel has to protect themselves. It's already happening all over the world. The amount of anti-Semitism still is shocking to me that people could be so stupid. But this is exactly what the Bible said you'd see right before the coming of the Lord. So you have Israel uh, forming a new government. And I'm, I'm glad they're doing that to be really strong in this point to show the rest of the world how strong they are. There was some interesting intel that came out literally just before we began to shoot here uh, Wednesday afternoon that, that Egypt had some fresh intelligence about this and tried to warn people. So there was a little bit of heads up maybe even from them, but from the rest of the, of the world there was not. Uh, but but uh, we know that Iran helped Hamas set this up for months. 
I'm, I'm wondering when that's going to uh, play out itself. So I do love that you had Boeing uh, send missiles and munitions. Masses amounts of munitions are showing up from the United States of America there in Israel. You have the US, USS Gerald R. Ford uh, aircraft carrier with this, with this attack group coming with them, missile destroyers and uh, missile cruisers. So uh, there's a lot of things that are in position to, to shore up and to support Israel. Uh, I still am kind of blown away with the reaction from the rest of the world. You have Mahmoud Abbas that hasn't said a word, hasn't said anything. He's the guy that said America is occupying Israel. It's America's fault. So uh, you had rockets and missiles coming from Hezbollah. Now Hezbollah had, on the northern part of Israel, so Gaza on the southern part. Gaza's been doing this with all these rockets. Well, of course, it's accelerating into more. You have Hezbollah firing missiles from northern Israel, which would be where Lebanon is. And so Israel's having to retaliate for that. That's where a runway was built for uh, Iran right there just, gosh, a few months ago. But then you had missiles coming from Syria as well. So Israel has fire coming from all around it. That's why I just wonder if it's going to get more uh, horrific and then it'll settle down. Or if it doesn't settle down at all, it just continues on to where Israel starts really crying out for a Messiah. You could see where it could get so bad that Israel starts crying out and we're getting so close to that. So how exciting that we're about to see the king. Don't let anything like this uh, bring any fear to you. Obviously, it's horrific for Israel and for the rest of the world. But when we're going to stand with Israel, we're going to pray for them. And uh, we're going to do everything we can to support them. I hate that I can't go in another week and a half. We were all set up to do a couple of really amazing things there in the nation. But uh, Jesus is just about to come. So we look at all these things so that we can tell uh, for every one verse there is about the first coming, eight times more about the second coming. Paul talked about the baptism 12 times, the coming of the Lord 52 times. So big deal in the scripture. Jesus is just about to come. The ancient of days, the lily of the valley, the firstborn from the dead, the shepherd and the bishop of your souls. He is the resurrection and he is the life. It pleased the Father that in him would all the fullness of the Godhead dwell bodily. So let's always go back to his word and find out what the Bible says, how close we are. Number one, Israel regathered. Number two, Jerusalem won back. After that, you got the Hebrew language restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. Pretty amazing. You've got the fertility of the land of Israel. You have the Temple Mount Institute ready to start having sacrifices. I mean, they had even uh, ritual libation right there on the edge of the temple, and they had uh, priests in full dress uh, just this last week. So just making preparation and getting ready for what's going to happen after we leave. So you have foxes show up on the Temple Mount. You had fish show up in the Dead Sea. You had the Dead Sea turn blood red <laughs> where Sodom and Gomorrah was this last fall on the Day of Atonement. You have all these things. Men will be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. So it's sign after sign after sign after sign after sign. Pretty radical. The ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. Bishop Malachi talking about the coat of arms from, on the History Channel from 1129 A.D. He got every pope correct. 114 popes. The pope that we have right now is 114th. He said a couple weeks ago, there is no hell. Said it two times in a row, there is no hell. So you're getting the beast ready, the false prophet ready, the antichrist ready. All these things are getting ready because Jesus is just about to come. So many, many, many signs. But then you go to signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. That's remarkable because that's called a tetrad. That's four in a row. That's what NASA called it. So you had four blood red moons in a row. Why is that a big deal? When was the last time you had that? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel was made a nation. 1492 at the of expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So remarkable events coinciding with grand things happening with the nation of Israel. 
Let me tell you, my friend, we're watching history unfold right now as we see this uh, horrific things play out in Hamas attacking Israel like they did Saturday. So let's pray for them. I, I, I'm in awe that we still have like 20 some odd Americans that are unaccounted for, along with so many Jewish people that are held hostage. So let's continue to pray for them. So we got signs, we got signals, we have this war breaking out, because that's pretty much what the Bible said you'd see just before the tribulation period, on into the tribulation period. And we're viewing it right now pretty much as we speak. So what do we do? Help our local church, help our local pastor. We get engaged. We do everything we can to be on board. We don't fit church into our life. It is our life. So there's so much going on. It's hard to get into it all in just a few minutes. But come back this next Wednesday when we'll find out what's happened. I have a feeling there's going to be some radical uh, overplaying of hands on every area. But let me just tell you, uh, in the end, we know exactly what's going to happen. Israel will prevail. And nothing can stop them from going on as a nation. The Bible says they'll be here for eternity, perpetual generations forever. So, wow, exciting times to watch Lucifer try to mess with what's happening in the earth before the coming of the King. The revelation of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Wow. Soon we'll see him face to face. We'll see you next Wednesday. Have a blessed week. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.